0: I stopped at customs because I got chopsticks that looked like swords. And they didn't like that.
1: Were they chopsticks? Because
0: they were actual chopsticks. They just Mm. looked like swords.
1: Nice. I'd like to think that I'd like to think some security guard was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You trying to you trying to rob you trying to rob a bank or something with those chopsticks? We got to go to
0: Japan for two weeks. And I got these chopsticks that look like swords, but aren't actually sharp. They're just, you know, chopsticks. And we're about to get on the plane and I'm about to go, going through customs and they put it through like the machine and then they put them through again and again and again. And I was how
1: like, how many times do <laughs> they expect it? It's like on the 18th I know time, wrong. I knew
0: it. After about 20 minutes, I finally was able to get through. And I was like, these are just sticks. What do you want me to do?
1: Oh, I've been detained by <laughs> by authorities, but I feel like customs <laughs> is a different degree. Like, customs is just like, no, the country has beef with you right now. Abby, they just probably wanted your chopsticks. I think that's what it was. There they go, with the clown and the two thugs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house today, we have Shayna Shay. Amanda Panda. Hey. We have pushing Kushina. Did you know that Yuma Gwagwafi Fide Sal means evil demons and malevolent melef- uh, spirits be gone? I did. And we have Abby Abs. Believe it. Word. We <laughs> have an awesome action pack for <laughs> show for you today. We are talking about WandaVision. Dude, WandaVision is the new MCU show that takes us on the further adventures of Wanda Maximoff and the Vision as you may or may not have been able to tell from the name. So we'll let you know how that messes into the story and if it's worth your time. We're also talking about Disaster, Inc. This is a new comic from uh, Aftershock Comics that just came out in trade about some people who live outside of the normal uh, limits of the law and use that to start a tour uh, a, 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 a tourism agency. Yeah, I know it's weird. We'll talk about that as well. We're also talking about the mobile game Bullet League Battle Royale. This is a platform shooter arena. It's a lot of different things. We'll let you know if it measures up to a name like Bullet League, Battle Royale. And we are closing out with coming to America. That's two, count them two, that's right. Two as in the sequel to the classic Eddie Murphy picture from forever ago that now gets a sequel 30 years down the line that I'm sure we all asked for and have strong opinions about. But it's the story of Prince Hakeem who came to New York to find his bride and then went back to Africa with her and her dad and a whole lot of extra baggage apparently. And we'll let you know exactly how that panned out over time. But first, we are going to delve into WandaVision. Now, WandaVision is, as I mentioned, the story of the, oh, excuse me, it's the story of Wanda Maximoff and Vision. Almost let something slip there. We'll do a quick spoiler talk at the end too, because I know we got, oh, we got things to say. But living an idealized suburban lifestyle, um, the uh, the superheroes that you may know from the Avengers franchise. Uh, they begin to suspect that maybe everything in this town isn't really as it seems, something's going on behind the scenes, they're trying to figure out why. We, the audience may have an idea why, but now they have to follow the mystery. So I'm gonna kick it over first and foremost to Shayna Shay to get your opinions on WandaVision. WandaVision, the new
2: show from Marvel Studios, I got to say, as far as their, since they have like a whole pantheon of these shows coming out, I think this is a really good first series for them. Like, I think it really fills out well Wanda's character and a lot of the stuff that we've never really had time to focus on. It's not like she's had a movie focused on her. She's always been a second or third dairy character. So really being able to expand on her, I think this was a really, really good effort. All
1: right. Amanda, how about you? You gonna step all over that 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 Shayna just said with all this? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, what you got?
3: (laughs) So, I mean, I I definitely agree with Shay on this. Like, out of the gate, this was... What a great way to come out. Like, kind of the way that they kind of stepped out with Star Wars with the Mandalorian. Like, granted, these are two different, you know, writing houses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Very strong, like, right out the gate. And I also kind of like that, you know, because we didn't get like an origin story really or an origin movie for her that this kind of gave that to us we got an origin through the series and then on top of that we kind of also got you know after after effect like consequences to what happened to her through the through the length of the movies so um it felt very felt very lived in like it felt like it made sense uh coming from you know uh the movies so i was thoroughly impressed
1: um i gotta agree with you on a lot of it i do think that it was good well both of you i got i think it was good to get backstory on wanda maximoff a little less on vision but i mean i think we got most of what we needed if you've seen uh age of ultron or any of the subsequent avengers movies but um dude having knowledge of these characters from the comics And I mean, not just from the comics, having knowledge from the comics, from the uh, cartoon shows, both in the 90s and the early aughts. I don't think there's been... uh, Oh, actually, no, there was one uh, in in the aught tens. So, dude, actually, yeah. So for the past, like, in the past, like, three generations, having had a type A, comic that has included these characters and then even like having some of the action figures where you would get a bit of story and, and you know the back on the cards on the back and then having like marvel cards dude i was all over i was all in on this mother. and then i was anxious to see the little tidbits they drop here because if marvel marvel if not anything is convoluted af and they <laughs> spent, I mean, yo they spent years trying to like walk that back and the mcu was doing a great job they just said yeah so um nobody knows these characters and the people that do well they're only going to get us a certain amount of money so wash and they like scorched the earth and they've been rewriting all these characters ever since and i like the way they've implemented the different aspects of stuff that we if you're an old school weirdo fanatic like i am may know um but also i got some I've got some issues Uh-oh. with some of the way. I feel like they've nerfed some of the stuff that should be a little more poignant. I'll talk about that in just a second. I want to make sure I give Abby and Effo the floor, because I want to hear y'all's impressions of Vision.
0: Efo, would you like to go first?
1: No, man. It's all you. You got the narrative. All right. Man. No, no, no. So- La- ladies first. Mm-hmm. Effo, go ahead. Go <laughs> oh, yeah? OK, cool. Well, uh, so I'm going to be honest with you. I got to agree with Shayna and Amanda on this. Like, I was very surprised. The first episode really got me, like, not just with the nostalgia feeling, but just the whole worst is going type thing. Like, It got me with the hook of like, uh, why are we in in black and white? Like, I got suspended from school and I'm literally watching a Dick Van Dyke show, you know, but spoiler alerts on that. But that was the first thing I thought in my head. But it was just like, I've always been a huge fan of seeing superheroes outside of their element and to this day i am still waiting for the episode or uh, a movie where we can get like a girl's night out and we can see all the marvel women just go out and explore the world (laughs) like go to universe or vegas or something like like I'm, i'm interested in seeing that or like a guy's night out so to see like how two superheroes just how are they living together how are you alive how? Why is this in black and white? Like, yo, I was, I was hooked, and as I continue watching, and even though I've read some of the comics, and I, I, I have some idea of who Wanda is, and I'm like, I think I know what she did, but I'm like, I don't want to spoil it for myself. I was just very surprised how everything turned out, and I was just like, bro, this is so much better than a two or three hour movie because I don't think they could have captured all the the wonder. Mm-hmm enjoy about it and not even just you know focusing on wanda like you made like the side characters so interesting like you you get what i'm saying like you brought back somebody we haven't seen since thor too like you, you brought back like uh yes. what's his name agent woo right like you know like i enjoyed seeing agent woo <laughs> and, and, and 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 the last uh ant-man movie and stuff like that and it's just like incredible, and and then I think even the biggest surprise is like just seeing Monica. I was like, "Whoa, excuse me." Last time I saw you was a kid, and like, look at you—you you are like so incredible, yeah. and you're bad age, yes. gorgeous woman that I kind of want to get my phone number to and you know, take you out to dinner, you know, get to know you a little bit better. All right, all right. Now, <laughs> and Abby, I, I wasn't trying—I I wasn't trying to cut you off and be rude. I just saw the opportunity for no. a cheap joke, and and I, and I went for it. But now the yes, champion of the deep down certain- Abby abs.
0: Uh, that joke was certainly well worth it um but anyways yeah I I also like with the show like it's nice to sort of see like what do they do in their free time or like how the show follows like how Wanda um dealt with the aftermath of like Infinity War and Endgame and sort of like okay so like what's going on like and you're thinking like huh so it's like it's like each episode is kind of like a different time period. And I thought like, wow, it, that's an unusual way to like get, tell a story, I guess. And like there are weird things going on. And I was like, I don't get it, but I want to see what happens next. And with the characters from Thor 2 um, and from the Ant-Man and also like other <laughs> Other cameos from other characters across not only the MCU, but like also like little like jabs at um, certain X-Men as well are sort of hinted throughout the um, throughout the show without spoiling it that much. They do sort of like mention um, mention that sort of aspect of like just like licensing and all of that this is the best way I can put it. Um, And it's just nice to see. You're
1: right.
0: It it was extraordinarily clever. And it sort of like made you go into like, okay, so like, who is that? Or like, why is this happening to Wanda? Or why is this happening to Vision? Or like, what's going on with everybody? It's a certain kind of like, it has like a Gravity Falls aspect to it of like, nobody knows what's going on. Um, but like, once you find out, you're like, everything gets weird.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know about weird. It gets really interesting in my opinion. Um, <laughs> it got weird to them, but I, I, I don't know how, how many of y'all well, Shane, I know you have, you and me were right there, but the rest of y'all, I don't know how many of you have spent countless hours watching Naked Nights and wasting oh, much of your- Yeah, like, man. I mean, yeah, I okay. fell asleep at the TV and saw <laughs> Naked like, you know, when I was a kid. And watched All right. It. So then, uh, here's the thing for them and they were freaking out. And I'm sitting at home watching this. And tell me if y'all were there with me. Like, um, oh, snap. That looks a lot like the Bewitched set. Hold up. that Yo, yeah, that It didn't even the, take long. Yo, hold on a second. Oh Is that God. knock them in the middle? A lot of people. So,
3: say. I mean, I think the openings, I thought it was a really great kind of thought experiment to see exactly where in in this barrage of TV homages, like where my familiarity stopped. And granted, I watched Modern Family. So when it got there, yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know where we're going with that." Yeah. Although, although, I watched the way too first... much TV as a kid. I and I mean, I don't know if any of you guys <laughs> went back to that Mouth in the Middle homage episode, but if you listen to the song, the opening song, like it—it's far more telling. Like, I like that they are playing all of this up front. Like, everything is there. Just are you are you looking? Are you paying attention? And are you tapped in? Because like, yeah. I went back and re-listened to it and I was like, oh my God, you've been you've been waving this carrot in my face for all these episodes this mm. whole time. Like mm. it was genius.
1: All that I oh, thought was 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 great. Like their attention to detail. That's the thing that's what I really want to emphasize with that ass like pulling the, the 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 crew here for who may have known those old shows because the nuanced details that they threw nuanced stuff that they threw in was like when it jumps out at you, you just like, oh, oh! And if you don't oh, yeah, watch multiple people, they're just like, you just have like an orgasm or something. Best bit, thing. No man, No, like, oh, best bro. thing is the
2: family ties episode. It yeah. Was very, totally. It was even a very special episode.
0: Mm. My my sort of it wasn't really an episode, but more of one of the actresses that um appeared in like the very first episode was the woman who plays Kitty Foreman in that seventies show. Oh yeah. <laughs> um yes. uh deborah joe Rupp, i think Rupp, is her name yeah. Yeah. yeah and so i was like oh my god that's that's kitty foreman that's i, I used to love that so show probably back in like middle school and i was like this is probably like her voice and just her look is really recognizable to me so i was like i can't believe that like she's just in the show
1: yeah. but there is oh, one well, thing i want to say real quick and i'm sorry. very upset that they didn't put this show in Where's where's uh where's Mama's house, man? Like I was hoping to see Mama's house. I was hoping to see the old lady, you know, insulting maybe the kids I, or something like. Like I was waiting for that type of show. I was waiting to it, see. You talking
2: about family? You yeah. talking about
1: Mama? You talking about? Um... Yeah, he's
2: talking about Mama's family. Oh mama yeah, Mama's family. family. Okay. Sorry, the,
1: but but like it like,
2: wouldn't
1: uh, have fit. Yeah, you got to compartmentalize these. I was honestly wondering like why they didn't do uh, different strokes for the 80s instead of. you oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? but I'm like, but I'm like, step because they only had two kids, and Step by Step had forty six. I mean, you
3: know, yeah, low, there were a great, lot of kids. Wanda was in
1: popping step them out. Step. She could have made forty four
3: more. You know, so. I'm mean, the way that that went down. <laughs> All
1: right, hold on, oh, yeah, but hold. On. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. Um, okay, so, so using Step by Step, by, yeah, using Step by Step as a jumping off point, the side characters in this that they throw in to really flesh this out, dude, I was so damned impressed, and I'm, you know me, I'm looking for reasons to hate. You know, I take take my cues uh, where where I can get them and just like run with it. And Katherine Hahn, I've never expected to be such a versatile actress. And I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed with her in this. She came, she's someone I know only from like Judd movies and like, you know, really uh, uh, like, you know, in your face comedy. And dude, she was doing a uh, 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 drama in this. I was tearing up with her like, oh, that scene. Oh, look at that. And it's doing like action where it's like, she's almost believable as, I don't know how you know how to fly. And incantations, but I'm gonna take care of you. And no spoilers, besides the ones that I realized now after the fact, maybe you know? in what I just said. Well, I, I discovered a range that she has that I was very impressed with. Also, uh, who brought up um, uh, Agent Wu? I did. Uh, uh, yeah, haven't seen that cat. And uh, yo, I'm, I'm like, Bam these me. are these are yeah, these are side characters that you wouldn't think uh, would have any kind of like poignant role, let alone follow through and in, in your face or question in my face i'm sitting there like i know i shouldn't have doubted you um but yo what did y'all think of the supporting casting who needs I, to get his own show and yeah. Darcy, cat dennings character give them a show bro just put them in like uh, a house what it should
2: be is they should give monica rambo a show and yep. they're her support team because Ooh, yes, well yes. Yeah. because take,
0: um and episodes I think 7, 8 and 9 they all have end credit scenes and uh, specifically episode 9 has two end credit scenes and the last end credit scene in season 9 or no the I think so yeah or one of the end credit scenes has like a the second to last one I don't know but one of them has Monica and it sort of alludes to something that might happen later down the line oh and it that, better uh, <laughs> oh. yeah I, I don't I don't want to say it, but so she's having a conversation with someone in this, uh, credit and credit scene. and I was like, I really want Agent Wu and Darcy to just sort of help support her in what's going to happen in the future, and I just want to see that unravel.
1: It's the Green uh, Ranger, though. the Green Ranger. I, I... <laughs> oh y'all, no, no, shame on you um, No, I, 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 really believe we will see more of each of, well, of most of these characters. Um, I definitely think we'll be seeing more of uh, of uh, Monica Rambeau. And the whole time I'm watching, like I was watching Captain Marvel, also trying hard not to, but ultimately failing to inject inject that knowledge of the comics. Like, yo, how, how, they gonna, how they gonna have a sister there, and she's not, oh, that's not even, but then why come she's, you know, five years old? See, that's the problem, when you, you, have, have, you watch, watch thing. the MCU, you have to take away your comic knowledge, man. Yeah, like, I know, but it's, it's hard as a black it, man though, in America, because weird. Monica Rambeau in the comics was one of the big um, uh, black, uh, 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 prominent black uh, uh, hero characters that the comic presented. And it was one of the ones that we held on our, you know, wore on our sleeve for a long time. And then I think in like the early aughts, they kind of wrote that out. So if you have a 20 plus year history with uh, with Marvel, that was big. If you were, if you had that history and you were black, that was huge, you know? And then also not, not just black, but female, you know, besides that, it feels like they throw you black Panther, you know, black lightning. You know, Black uh, 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 Racer. You know, all these characters that have black in the name. And It's just like, okay, so I get it. You want to emphasize Negro hero? All right, thank you. I mean, you. And she the was only the... other, yeah. But
2: how about the only other prominent black female character on um, Marvelous
3: Storm?
1: No, that's what that's what I'm getting uh, at. Like so... they didn't have
3: them yeah, but... in, in abundance, I mean, you know, that... and
1: and to and to kind of and to kind of like work one out. That I mean that felt kinda that felt kinda cheap and I was jazzed to and re- see. And the-
3: remember they kinda softened that because at one point Storm gets all up on Black Panther and like is legit married to him and like Queen of Africa or Wakanda. Mm. Oh, that's just a
1: Quick side note. I'm glad that was well written. Because my first thing my first thing I thought there was, oh I see what you're doing. So you're saying out of your prominent characters, token blacks can only marry token blacks. Way to be progressive, Marvel. Sorry Shane, I, I cut you off. Just the, was, the bile was building up. there. I apologize. What you got?
2: I was more mad when they broke them up, so you
3: know. Yeah, me too.
2: But that's well, just they, because they comic after. book writers don't like keeping characters in happy relationships. They,
3: they No, they have to they have to build it up and like, "Oh yeah, this is great, but what happens when it all goes to crap?" Mm.
1: Yeah, this, that's whole time, this, this whole time, Abby over there sitting like, oh, these old ass comic fans are. <laughs> it's okay.
0: Abby. Yeah, that, that's what's going through my head. And also, also I'm almost done with my uh, Capri son, so that's also going through my head.
1: It, when you start to run low, and then you got something pointy to say, but you want that last sip. So it's like, hold on a second. <laughs> right in the microphone. See, that's what I'm saying. No, you you got you gotta, you gotta sit there and do it proper. You gonna sit there and say, squeeze, turn loose the juice. I know it's not the slogan. Efficutioner, you've been oddly silent on actual points points about the show there. Let's hear your opinions of the, oh, you know what, not even. I wanna get your opinion of the play out of the story because when we got a couple of big reveals, my man, mind man, was so just like. I'm gonna mad. talk about the biggest reveal of all time because I'm still wondering no How right now, United States managed to, like, freaking take Vision's dead body and Wakanda was just like, Oh, no, nah, man, it's cool. Y'all y'all can have it. And he is black, yes. so, no. I mean, why is he still there? Vision's, Vision's made of stolen vibranium. That's
0: yeah, from yeah, uh, from, um, <laughs> from uh, the guy who played Gollum, if you remember, yeah, he's Tron. Ass-claw. Yeah, almost uh, uh, yeah, Andy, stole Andy's the cookies.
1: precious... Yeah, And Ulysses yet the first died. died in Wakanda, and then how did the United States manage to make another vision? But you know, it was Umbaku. Umba- Look, Umbaku was no, he like, "Hey, bro, get this piece of the... right. crap machinery out of my country." That's what no. he probably was saying. He was like, yeah. well,
0: the thing is, is there's likely a change of leadership in Wakanda at the moment."
1: That's true. And you telling me <laughs> Umbaku wasn't going to like step up, bro? How, yo, what? He not gonna step up and try to be king? I'm pretty cool. sure he was mad when, like, he came back. Like, oh, Chichala back? Damn. Uh, I gotta, get, uh, I I gotta let go of this seat real quick? Oh, no, no, no. I, gotta, oh, I, gotta, I... We, we gotta... We gotta kill this Thanos guy first, though. I got you, though. But afterwards, me and you go and have a talk, man. This this country, mine. You've been gone for five years, uh-huh. baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right, real, real quick, because uh, let's, let's start to close out here. We're getting deep in the weeds, and <laughs> I want to save, save a little something for, this, for the spoiler talk here. Um. Okay, so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna run down abby give me your give me your give me your final thoughts on on wandavision because they gave us a lot of stuff they gave a lot of backstory if you were familiar with the characters or familiar with the storyline you would have had a lot to delve into if you're not i mean maybe you had a difference of opinion and it may have seemed convoluted but if you were explaining this to somebody who had never um uh had never watched Uh, any of the mcu movies and didn't know these characters from like the comics or tv or anything uh what would your thoughts be would it be a
0: um it's difficult to entirely grasp how the like the how the show came to be without sort of having some basic understanding of what happened in age of ultron infinity war and endgame And like, if you're just uh, watching it and this is sort of your introduction to the MCU, it will be difficult to fully grasp the severity of a lot of the actions that go on in this show. Um, Especially with like Vision, especially with um, Wanda and how just sort of she deals with her grief. Uh, About certain things and also um, how it sets up her character for uh, future MCU cameos or like it's difficult to get the full uh, experience without actually watching any other MCU movie
1: so it's
0: good it's just not a good starting point
1: all right but is that is that worthy of you know, it's full it's on. still
0: it's it's still enjoyable. I did enjoy it. I did watch. I mean, I'm a huge MCU fan, so I did watch everything prior to this, and I'm happy that I did because if I did not, I would not know what this sitcom, time traveling, confusing show would be.
1: <laughs> all right, no, all, all those are very accurate. Confusing a as a mother. Realize I've been reading that expression too too much, but Shayna, um,
2: I gave the show a thumbs up. I really enjoyed it, and I really like like despite all the weirdness and hijinks that are happening, and man, shenanigans is a good way to describe everything that happens in this show. But ultimately, this ends up being a really really like intimate look on a single person's grief process, <laughs> essentially, and. It's just really, I don't know, it was just nice. I, I just enjoyed it. So I, I don't know how else to put it, honestly. It was just a nice show to watch.
1: Now, we know you're a big fan of grief, so it's good to see you've got your kicks. I'm kidding. Um, no, no, I, 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 I concur, like supremely concur. I didn't expect this to be such an intricate study of how people go through those steps of dealing with depression, of coping with loss, also dude when you discover like you've been lied to um you know vision took a lot more in stride than i did than i I would have oh yeah uh, i'm just like i feel like they may have nerfed his power set too but then i then again i realized by the end when you realize what's actually happening it make it made a little more sense uh because i was like this the entire like uh, arsenal and fortitude of ultron in there you know he just looks kind of like uh you know emaciated christopher reeve in like you know red red face but besides that you know i mean so it's like things you got to take with a grain of salt but dude if you haven't seen the ncu mcu movies i really think you would be completely lost on the backstories of the characters and you wouldn't have that same attachment that being said watching this just if you went into it on blind faith i don't i don't see anyone who's never seen those never heard of those and isn't just morbidly interested in the phenomena gonna sit down and watch this weird ass show where it's like yo it's 2021 i'm sitting here and he's captain black and white tripping over ottomans and stuff nah i'm good you know it's like they want to find out what's happening and the show was well done the writing is decent if you're not familiar with those references then you should know that they are on point and accurate to the periods the the supporting characters are actually like not just there to make everyone else look good they are a solid part of the story and dude like side characters that we kind of wrote off impressed us I know Agent Wu's name I didn't know his name before this show he was just that other cat you know (laughs) so I mean I give it a thumbs up and Abby, Abby I am right there with you it's just like if you didn't have any foreknowledge of this you aren't like at all You may not even, you know, care that much about following up on it because they threw so much at you that you realize how how deep all of this is. And it might not even be worth your time to, like, uh, try to uh, uh, go back and catch up because we're talking about.
0: Although they Uh, do introduce a couple new characters.
1: That, too. Um, So. So it's a hard thumbs up for me. It is a solid thumbs up because it's just a fun ass show. It's a good ass show. It's a good ass time. Amanda.
3: So I'm actually going to counter a oh, here, only but only slightly. Uh, one solid rock card, thumbs up. But I actually kind of think that uh, you don't necessarily need to have all of the background information to enjoy this as a standalone thing. Uh, Shane had mentioned, you know, the fact that this was very much a character study of watching somebody go through grief, you know, and not even just one person. Traveling through that, but several other people, you know, and other instances are all happening within this. So there are all these microcosms within this bigger thing. So there is something that will draw people into the story of, you know, a woman coming to terms with her life situation outside of the fact that, you know, she's super powered in some sort, you know, like those plot points and those things resonate with people across the board. So that's enough to bring people in. And then if you happen to be one of those curious cats, the fact that there's always that little tick that happens in each episode, like, ooh, wh- where's that gonna go? Like, And they slowly breadcrumb that out so that you 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 wanna jump in on the ride, like you've said. So, I mean, I think having your extended knowledge of the MCU universe just enriches that, that process, but you don't necessarily need it because I think there's enough to bring you in already. So, uh, like I said, solid thumbs up I just think you don't necessarily need to have all of your, uh, the prior knowledge to enjoy what this what this show did
1: Okay, that's fair That's fair. Alright, so a fully two method thumbs up from Panda, alright, and Efecutioner, how about you? So, once again, definitely gonna hop on the bandwagon of, uh, you really don't need to have the knowledge of the previous movies on this one, but it, it definitely helps, so for the people that have and they're just like, I don't know if I'm gonna watch Yo, watch this but For those that are, like, brand new and they're just like, oh, man, I'm kind of curious, man, but I'm not too sure. Look, let me ask you this question, man. Have you seen the show Charm? Have uh, you seen yeah. Buffy? Have you seen Naruto? Because you clearly see the Sasuke and, and Naruto moments in that show. I mean, all together the show is impressive good story good writing good back character yo if you're one of the people like me who used to watch HBO at night but then have to quickly change the channel to Cartoon Network but accidentally changed it to you know Nickelodeon and that's Nick at night so you have to watch those shows The you know this is this is also a nice nostalgia feeling as well the show does a great job at the nostalgia feeling so I gotta give it a thumbs up man okay all right fair um like i like how you downplayed it too like i asked you to be uh professional and i was i was mostly kidding you know what i'm saying but thank you for keeping it in like a do bounds there uh but the show is one division it's available now on disney plus if it's your bag baby then recommend you check it out if anything we said really messes with you if not dude what's wrong with you why do you hate fun yeah uh, that's, that's pretty much a good uh yeah Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's at your discretion. But right now, Shayna, you and I need to have a talk about this comic scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, we're going to talk about Disaster, Inc. Disaster, Inc. is the story of a tourism agency that's pretty much made up of a couple of cats who were just, like, They're criminals, but not like, you know, murderers or terrorists or, 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 you know, robbers or anything. Uh, Not even like thieves, really. Although they are not above any of that. Yep, these are a few folks, three, two technically, and one uh, contractor who, uh, they take money from uh, people who can't afford it. And they show them parts of the world that are off limits to most everyone. Like uh they'll take you to uh oil rigs um that have had nat- that have had massive disasters they'll take you to uh zones still being cleared up after uh tsunamis and hurricanes you know what I'm saying they'll take you like uh like a chernobyl you know they'll walk you through there all day just cuz you know uh you got a, a a sunken ship you know a tanker in the middle of the ocean uh that's uh polluting all that stuff but you still want to check it out on spring break and you and you know mommy and daddy you know they got you know fun in them pockets, you can come to these people at like Disaster Inc, and they'll get your back. They'll fly you out there for a cost. As long as no questions are asked, they'll collect your information, they'll collect your money. As long as that check clears, you are there, you are on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Get your safety gear. And if you happen to get in trouble, you are on your own. That's the company we're talking about. And this story follows uh, uh, that same uh, same group of, disaster. we'll call them Disaster Tourists. Disaster Tourists who get in a situation where in this underground tour, some stuff starts to go awry. Not like they get found out. Or you forgot some information to so and so and what and what. The stuff you would expect a story like this to play out. More like, yo, why come there's a ghost over there about to stab. Oh no, oh, okay. Why come there's a ghost over there who just stabbed Willis in the face. You see a ghost, dog. I think the stuff's working better on you. You know, it's like it's an interesting time, and the story threw me a lot of curves. Which I was I was happy about because going into this, I'm like, I've read these stories. I know what's happening. I know what's good. And then I was I was a bit surprised. Shana, I want to get your opinion because that was that's that's where I was coming from.
2: Well, it's funny because the thought process of having enough money to be privileged enough to take a tour of other people's misery mm. made me go, huh? No, I could totally see somebody with way too much time and way too much money doing some dumb mess like this. But, you know, I'm not sure why you'd want to. So I don't feel too bad about the people who, you know, bad things happen to them on this trip, because none of them
1: really seem like good people. I'll add to that. There's a couple of there's a couple of characters who we don't really get to know. Like, they introduce everyone, like, Yo, you're going to find out about this one. You're going to learn about this one. This one's going to do something big. And it's like, yeah, you lose, like, Seventy percent of the of the of the cast, okay, maybe like halfway through like the, the first third? issue.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: The 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 two uh, 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 really hardcore, really fanatic uh, environmentalists. Them, I thought they yeah. were decent people. They just kind of a holes about it.
2: Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. That's the thing about being an extremist sometimes, and having like gatekeeping like personalities about your cause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some it, it'll make you an asshole.
1: Yeah, I really thought you were about to say, that's the thing about being an asshole too. See, because it makes you nah. Um Now, so what happens in the story is we meet this uh, group and um, they're just on a plane. They're just setting up uh, this job and we don't really know exactly what it's about, but we meet them when they land, when they get boots on the ground and we meet their crew. And when the whole excursion, what it's about, uh, comes to light, we find out that they are touring um, a site in Japan where-
0: The Fukushima, right?
1: Yes. Uh, where a nuclear meltdown has taken place, after a I tsunami. Realize. Dude, it's just like, these are people who are actively paying to tour a nuclear disaster site. And these cats are just like, they're walking them in, they're finding ways through customs. You know, I thought that part could have been a little better illustrated, because it really was just like, they got off the plane, security asked them the questions, and then they were there meeting folks' backpacks, and everyone's got beef. Except for sort of like the, um, uh, the polyamorous uh, Swedish dude who showed up high. That's probably it. The story, is, the story is kind of wild. I mean, I, I I don't want to give it too much merit. I am going to be honest and say it didn't really grab me as it progressed. Like, I hoped a lot more would go on. And I I, I admire how they set up, like, 30 red herrings and none of them paid out. I mean, it, it's, it's rare that you can get something that throws you that many different clues and then, like, follows up on none of them. But then you find out none of them really have anything to do with the story. It's just like, oh, I got you here, I got you there, I got you, (laughs) it's like, what are you doing? I'm just trying to read this book, yo. I mean, why does it gotta be like that? But when the actual one did come to light, because the story here is, it's not a spoiler, it's on the damn cover. You don't realize it until about halfway through but when you do it's on the damn cover that uh this they're going to a nuclear disaster site what's happening at this site is the sol- the samurai soldiers that died in like feudal period wars that took place on that ground eons ago have been brought back to life by the nuclear fallouts and by mystical forces and they want these cats off their land like no look okay i died for this land it was sacred and now you come up in here with your your bs pollution and you know environmental disasters and stuff and you making us look bad joe the rest of the country's laughing because they got like hydroelectric that's not their beef their beef is the desecration of the sacred land that they died for so they're coming back and just murdering everyone that sets foot in there you know and then these disaster tourists they don't know about that so when they land they just start getting So we're following one person who is part of that crew, and we see whether or not they survive making through. Throughout all of this, a lot of revelations about their relationship with the other people come to light. Um, It's also, uh, there's a good story of like the hazards of manipulation, the dangers of gaslighting. And then just like, yo, like, okay, Shayna, the one scene where we see uh, a flashback (laughs) um abby's flashback not abby but story abby um, <laughs> abby's flashback. i don't want to be
0: in this story <laughs> you,
1: you don't really want to be in the don't. story <laughs> you don't but uh abby's flashback where something happens to her in in the disaster organization in the past and she's like you know what yeah no nah, i know this Man, pff, bs i see what's going on forget y'all yeah that's right I, what? Huh? and then the second the second that dude stepped into the picture and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I, I know, I, I didn't mean to let you, look, come on, baby, it's it's okay, we can get through this, right? You know, please don't leave me. I'm like, damn, that twist. 180 right away. And I, I get it reading that, like this dude's been in her head for like years and has, yeah, has been manipulating no. her. Uh, like, like through the relationship, there was no love there. That was all just like, he was puppeteering Yeah, her.
2: no, like that was the first thing I caught, like, as soon as that scene, as soon as I got to the bottom of that page, I was like, "Well, that's an abusive relationship." Mm. <laughs> and it's, it's really, it's, it's, and then not to say that it's like a physically abusive relationship. It's clearly an emotional abusive relationship. He manipulates her and uses her. He's clearly a lot older than her, and he uh, picked her up like after she ran away from home when she was like 18. So Ooh, that's,
1: that's for Kelly Young.
2: So much younger.
1: Yeah, but the story is, it's, it's, uh, I gotta give this a thumbs down. And I mean, the thing is, it started off like, interesting premise, they throw you a lot of red herrings. And you think it's gonna be a good mystery, a good like, detective breakdown. And then when the big reveal happens, you think all oh, this is gonna happen amidst this really raw supernatural story. And ultimately by the end, I, I felt really flat. Like we didn't get to know any of the characters besides the main and a lot of hints from her point of view about uh, the dude that's been manipulating her but they try to throw you a tidbit about his backstory and why he may be like that. It was poorly fleshed out. It wasn't explored. And honestly, it was a bad way to handle the uh, actual view of a predator because they could have had an even more powerful story. It feels like they gave you the cliff's notes of something that could have been very poignant. And I mean, that rubbed me the wrong way. I felt like by the end, I wasted my time. And I didn't feel like that until the very end. And by the time I reached the end, I realized I expected more from this book than i was promised more from this book than they delivered so i got to give it a thumbs down okay
2: oh see uh i'm kind of two minds mm-hmm. for story man i i of agree with you i kind of want to give it a thumbs down but for like art art i feel really want to give it a thumbs up because it's so well like drawn like it's really good looking the problem is you're right it feels like they're gaps and things that are missing. Like ultimately, I guess that kind of pushes me to have to you know, give it a thumbs down ultimately. But there is like the promise of more. There is like these moments that are just so well done. Like that last scene when the ghost dies in front of Abby, that was really, that was a good scene. Like they got across what they were trying to get across in that panel, but it's just that panel. They're all like, <sighs> it's not consistent enough in giving me enough
1: information so we're so we're here I, I, I was i was i was generally i don't know how you'd interpret it because i feel like one part may have messed with you but the rest i thought was flat and i don't know you like a mystery you know what i'm saying so it's like you you like to you like to delve in so it's like i don't know if you would be seeing things that i didn't you know like so
2: it's like the, there's like stuff like i can put together like some of the gaps but the truth of the matter is i like i know i'm a hyperactive viewer so yeah, for me, I can fill in some of the gaps and in the intentions, but here's the thing, like, you shouldn't be reliant on all of your viewers to be that hyper-interactive. Mm, no, <laughs> like, you everybody's not. not gonna be. So for the vast majority of people, they're gonna feel like, wow, okay, these things happen, but it felt like they should have, like, they kept giving us these flashbacks, but they didn't tie them enough to what was going on in the present, so a lot of it felt segmented.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I really wish they could have done a better job because I like to see indie comics, like, really. when they push the envelope and when they do clever stuff, you want to see them succeed. You know, and this just isn't one of the ones where they succeed. Um, it's called Disaster Inc. It's available now for MasterShot Comics. This came on trade, so you can get the whole story in one. And if it sounds like your thing, pick it up, but we got to say, give it a pass. But now, let's talk about Coming to America. Coming to America I hate is. The title. I, I'm not a fan of it either. It's just like, you know, I'm not saying anything. Know. All right, but this is the story of Prince, the further adventures of Prince Akeem, Semi, uh, 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 Lisa McDowell, uh, Chloe McDowell, somehow, you know, a, a bunch of other people. If we remember uh, coming to America, the Eddie Murphy Classic, the Eddie Murphy Helm, Arsenio Hall Assisted Classic, um, that brought us a really just like touching story. Uh, about a prince who comes to America to find his bride and goes back to rule his kingdom. And I mean, dude, it was a good story back then, now less so. The story now, in coming to America, that's not confusing at all to say verbally, is needing uh, a male heir to take over the throne years later. Prince Akeem now returns to Queens because he finds out he has a long lost son. Now I have many issues with the story, um, but I want to kick it over to Amanda Panda. I want to get your thoughts on coming to America.
3: With Please. rose-colored with my rose-colored glasses on and my nostalgia for the first movie, there are a lot of things that I'm willing to sigh through to get to the points of the story that I knew were gonna happen. Mm. I felt this was this was kind of cheap like oh he he has an illeg- illeg- illegitimate son great we got to go back to queens to go find him you No, know? and like I, and i know that this is just kind of the first the first act first beat really but like my eyes just rolled instantly i'm like oh no he's only got daughters oh no they don't think women are people there We are going to have problems with this unless we're going to have a Princess Diaries moment where women can rule. Like, it, 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 it clashed so much in my head with that. And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. But I mean, Eddie Murphy hasn't missed a comic beat in his life, in my personal opinion. I happen to like this comedy most times, you know, and the nostalgia was enough to keep me in it, but the story felt flat. Like, I was riding a bike, I hit all these spikes, and then I'm, uh, and I wasn't surprised when I had to walk 20 miles back home because there wasn't enough to support my weight on the bike anymore.
1: I love That's how you said that metaphor too, because I imagine you just walking, dragging the, 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 the uh, remains like just of the bike. <laughs> a little rain cloud just kind of popped up out of nowhere on this sunny day and it's following you, just, yes. just raining all right so now those are good points and now kicking it over to somebody who doesn't have most likely does not have that same nostalgia background for this picture abby what are your thoughts?
0: there were some parts of the film i just couldn't look past like yeah the sort of cameos from james earl jones and leslie jones and, and morgan freeman and just like all of these people that like you were like oh my god that's hilarious like there are some really funny moments in the film that do truly make you laugh but then there's just like a lot of this film is just a lot of these like like the sort of like how his son came to be in the first place like I just couldn't really get over that to begin with and how like that was sort of kept secret from him uh, for like 30 plus years I was like no,
3: <laughs> sexual assault, kind of. Yeah. But, we're, we're, but we're not gonna we're not gonna address that. Mm. No. So, okay. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you mentioned. That I mean, there's a lot of. he's a woman. He's a guy. Look, there's a lot of. There's a lot of. <laughs> do um, look, there's a lot of things you can kind of. Uh, they they kind of fall into a gray area when you're looking at it with the rose tinted glasses of nostalgia. And that's one thing I, I realized. I do that with everything, and I realize that not everyone does that because they're not all weirdos that you know, uh, uh, you know, host podcasts. So that's the thing that it's good. To, I'm, 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 I'm very happy we have you to give that opinion because to get it, to get a legit assessment of, yo, what the hell is happening here, is 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 very poignant because. Um, that's something I think is very easily just like you, you can easily sweep that aside because of your love of uh, the original picture. And I got a lot, I got a lot of that same WTFness because the way the sun is introduced in the story just seems kind of, it just seems kind of convenient and crowbarred in the way the story plays out where the relationship the dynamic between uh, Prince Hakeem and Lisa seems to have changed Um, somehow uh, Joffrey Joffur becomes less of the uh, overbearing but very you know caring parental figure to yo son you've been messing up forever okay we're doing last this thing now you know it's just like Um, I I noticed the changes, you know, and I will say something that people may or may not get. I I, I think a couple of you, a couple of y'all might understand what I mean by this, where it's like, uh, Coming to America, the the first movie that we all remember and love, that we've seen, um, was Prime Eddie Murphy, uh, doing Eddie Murphy-style comedy of that day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coming to America is current-day Eddie Murphy, who now does current day Eddie Murphy type stuff? And you know what that means if you've seen his previ- his most recent movies, things like um, Thousand Words, you know, things like Tower Heist, uh, no, things like he, no. he's like, yeah, yeah he's no. been sitting on that donkey from Shrek money for too long. He's not doing the Eddie Murphy risque, I'm connecting with people money. He's doing that. Oh yeah, I need to occasionally make movies for my kids to watch so I can sit, so I can continue to get that that Pixar image check. Or whoever makes uh, Shrek, I forget right now. DreamWorks. Uh, Dreamworks. Okay, thank, thank you. But what I'm getting at is, this movie was not written by the same Eddie Murphy. You know, what I'm saying? No. And, and I felt, it. I felt that. All right. So Shayna, you 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 were waiting to jump in on a couple things I had to say. So what do you got there? <laughs> oh man, well, a
2: couple things. Here's gonna be a unpopular opinion, but take on looking back not really surprised that um, James Earl Jones' character was just kind of a douche nugget because when you really look at his character (laughs) he was in the first movie too in the first movie he is a dick Like he's rude to people he's sexist he's classist like that is not something that he isn't he wasn't in the first movie he was uh, it's just the movie wasn't really focused on it so you didn't pay much attention and none of it was ever really directed at his son so you didn't pay much attention to it
3: oh they made sure to change that in this one with
2: with gladys knight cinching it in oh my god can i say i love that scene i i like i really love that scene like i was like wait a minute did gladys knight just play him into the afterlife Yep. That's what I want for my funeral. Thank you very much. Oh,
1: my <laughs> right, on, That's on, a I'm, 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 I'm make a note of that. Hold on. Um, kill Shana when I can hire... All right. Uh, 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 it's okay. Mary Jane
3: Sing and roast me at funeral. Check.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> Executioner. Executioner. Now, uh, who's going to sing at your funeral? Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Wrong wrong question. <laughs> um, tell us about your opinion of coming to America. And I don't even know what you want me to say over here. I'm see. trying to be nice for the culture, but <laughs> you know, no, no, dude, dude, come with it. What do you got? No, be <sighs> real man, with that. I, I am African, right? So, like, when that when I first saw it, I think I was like maybe a seventh grader and and you know, school and stuff, man. Like, I I like I took a look, man. I got people on my my mom's side of family they, they kind of like it, but I mean me and my dad side, you know, because my, my dad is Nigerian, you know, I always knew that there was more out there in Africa. When I saw this movie, I, I never found it funny. I just found it like like okay. Like it but, is what it is. I get that. It's, so but it, I, I understood types. the power of it behind the culture because you know what i mean like i'm the person who liked that uh what is it the Menace to society like comedy thing by the waynes brothers mm-hmm. i like meteor Man. like i find all those things funny so it's just like i get it that people don't know what's really going on in africa and, and they kind of needed that thing and so like when people were talking about coming to america they're like oh my gosh this is so amazing yeah all these cool th-. i'm just like i, I like i i wanted this like I, I said things before and then people just got like offended and they're they're just like well you don't know it's like you you always had your history so i'm just like all right man i'm i'm just gonna be quiet and i'm gonna be honest with this one too the, the second one felt like the first one like when you're saying you didn't notice that about the dad i've been noticed that i got a household where yeah. that that's how that's how they do it like the women are kind of like you know down there and, and it sucks you know what i'm saying like it's it's, it's there's a cultural thing, but right, I, I at least right. know, like, yo, that's that's true, and like, mean, that sucks. <laughs> it's no. it's dumb, mean, like, I mean, a lot of the I things see. that's going on over here. Like, people in Africa looking over here, like, bro, y'all need to get your house together, and it's just like, well, don't y'all understand what's going on? And when you're trying to explain it to the heads, they be telling you, like, you know, you shh, they just you off. So, like, pretty much how James L. Jones was acting, that's how that's how the pops acted. So, I'm just like. I'm over here just like, well, at least he got that part right. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I you think know they we, definitely we have, uh, got the ignorant part on this well, stuff. No, I, I think, I think we, um, uh, we over here in the West have a Pavlovian predisposition. I'll just say urge because I'm forgetting the proper word right now. Respond, But to, yeah, yeah uh, to assume uh, our own uh, background would be the universally accepted, well, not accepted, universally uh, adopted uh, yeah. MO. So the differences in that uh, behavior type, yeah, I can definitely see it. So I'm glad you got that real world perspective there like, it's, to, to, it's, to, to, to it's, throw in. It's, Amanda, uh, Amanda. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh,
3: uh, I, I kind of want to slightly piggyback off this just a little bit because I, I feel like for me, growing up seeing the first movie, this was the first movie where I saw black royalty, not emulating Euro centric royalty. Right. Like this had its own unique print. It's like, Oh, you know, and you know, fortunately here being in the West, like I, I'm a part of the, 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 the diaspora. you know, like there's, there's a, there's a Bermuda triangle between the culture we would have had if we hadn't ended up here versus the culture that we have now. And, trying to find those places where they can kind of meet, this movie kind of made, made that bridge. Whether or not it was sturdy, that's that's up for debate. So, I mean, I think that this was, once again, them trying to connect this bridge, and it, and it, and it didn't do anything more bad or good to the bridge. Like, the bridge is still kind of there, but obviously it's not fully structural. It's not, it's not a sound bridge. I wouldn't stand on it for too long.
1: All right, but no, i that, think that, I,
3: that's where the uh the dichotomy is
1: that uh, makes a lot of sense and the thing is uh we really need to realize that if people are going to coming to america for any legit understanding of like cultural connections then the you know place. somehow you, you, you no, the wrong turn out the story here and use that as your cultural bridge. Well, that's just, that's just that's a little little bit more. You know what? But I, feel, I feel you. Uh, Black Panther is just historical facts. I mean, that's the thing. That's documented. You can read that in books. Now, uh, the story here is when Prince Hakim brings his son back. The son is played by um, uh, Jermaine Fowler. He plays Lavelle Johnson, who is the, the who is now effectively the new prince. Uh, I guess prince sub prince of Zamunda. But also if you recall in the first movie, and you may not there was a previously chosen wife for Prince Akeem before he married the woman that eventually became queen. That woman's brother the is the general of the army and he's he, he, he basically wants his daughter to come in and marry uh, Prince Akeem's son to unite their two nations. And if they don't do that, then all hell's gonna break loose. Character played by, character of the general is he played by Wesley Snipes. Dude, what do y'all think of Jermaine and what do y'all think of Wesley? Because these I think were well, pressure. These I think I were the highest back. and most points. He, is of this movie. he needs to do more acting. But yeah. him in some action movies. Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Uh, Yo, if you could you, put you, uh what what's old dude? John Wick, uh the, the one uh Keanu Reeves, if you put Keanu Reeves, man, if you could put Queen Latifah. You put, <laughs> yo Shady couldn't take it. Yo man, I'm just saying, put my man Wesley Snipes <laughs> in some movies, man. I'll put him in like, the action like, movies. Like hot in the He'll yeah. you kick some butt. I will say, I I I, I forgot that he's an actually he's an actor. Um, because we got used to Wesley Snipes for a long time, just being like, yo, he that black dude going go come in, he see someone in the face and say something dogcore, and then you kind of forgot about that because he stopped doing that. Why? Because he went to jail and then stopped getting acting yeah. roles. Yep. Then he, hey, yeah, that, yeah, Then he was kind of living off that blade juice for a while, which like you kind of forgot. Again, he's got acting ability because oh he doesn't talk kind of low. So some badass put shades on, take shades off, put shades back on, and then suck, and then uh and suck, and then a uh, chop a blood sucking hat. You know, it's just like okay, so this dude can he do comedy? Can he do drama? Can he do what does he have? You know, behind you know beneath the surface there. And dude, I laughed my ass off whenever he was on. He, he was on screen like he actually came with yep. some comedic chops. And i was impressed i was like oh wesley there you are it's like a scene in um remember hook when the little kid uh puts his hands on robin william's Toodles. face and like yeah he, pe- he like peels back the fat and the loose skin and the age there you and he's are like, wesley. Oh, there you are, <laughs> there you are. I, I was like oh there you are wesley snipes <laughs> so i like him in this i think he was the high the highest point and that's including prince hakeem uh that's including semi that's including the characters that they brought back because yes we are happy to see them and wanted to see good stuff from them but they brought everyone back to the point where it all felt so forced it was unnecessary to see randy watson it was unnecessary to see um well the, Louie the barbershop Louis anderson yeah thank yeah. you the barbershop dudes i think we kind of wanted to see them but realistically yo know, them dudes are dead they all They dead. should be yeah, they, definitely... they
2: should not be alive. Mm-hmm. They should not
1: be alive. The only cameo I would have accepted that from and, and would have been impressed had they done it and possibly made more of them a little more okay because it showed that they were going full coverage, is that they had brought back Cuba Gooding Jr. He didn't have to say anything. He just needed to be there. Oh,
2: snap. I forgot
1: oh, yeah, he was right. in that scene. Exactly. Um, dude, this one left me flat, man. I was disappointed in this. I thought that a lot of the gags they went for were, like, a lot of gags they went for were cheap. A lot of the story they tried to play on really relied on your nostalgia to be the high point of it, you know? And I mean, there are some funny jokes, there are some, but I feel like Leslie Jones was brought in without, like, they didn't have anything for her to do. Her funniest points, because she was funny in this, were her improvising, I feel like. I feel like they gave her a script where it says, Lavelle's mother. Cool, what are my lines? Oh, um, not, uh, don't worry about that. You got that right, we, we, we good. And then she made it funny herself, you know. It's like they—it felt like they really nerfed, they—they uh, they really cheaped out on her. They really cheaped out on um, Lavelle's comedy. Lavelle had part of the story, but didn't feel like they wrote much funny stuff for him. And I feel like he could have—he could have been a better. He could have just been better, period, you know. Um, but ultimately, my favorite favorite character, besides Wesley Snipes, was the barber. Um, excuse me, the the, the Wakanda hairdresser. Barber. Hairdresser, yes. Real
3: rumor.
1: Uh-huh. The groomer. I thought she was the barber. She's the groomer. She's the hair Oil professional. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I didn't have much, so much knowledge of the previous movie, a lot of the actual quote unquote funniest parts wouldn't make fun to me. Um, Mandy, you had something to say. I Apologize.
3: I I kind of feel like that there was like a C plot with Lisa and and uh, Lavelle's mom that they possibly cut out in this movie. I actually yeah. kind of thought they were going to set up that like even though Lisa obviously wanted became queen, like, hey, hey, look, I made you the heir. Like, I made him an heir. You couldn't, do- like, I thought there was going to be some tit for tat for that. And, like, it yes. seemed at the beginning, there was kind of like this, mm, I don't know, but, like, nah, we cool. Like, I-, I felt like there probably had been something and they had to cut it out for time. Like, I think no, there were a lot I- I of think,
1: places. I think you might be right, too, because I really got the sense that they completely cut the legs out from uh, Lisa McDowell's movie, Sherry Headley's character. It's fairly in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Uh, man, man. Uh, actually, sorry, Abby. Uh, if I told, like, having seen this movie in the way you did, if I told you that Prince Hakeem's wife, the queen, was a major character in the story, would what, what would you think of that? In this overall story, what would you think?
0: I probably wouldn't really believe you because she doesn't really play that big of a role in this film like she like you, you get the understanding that like she's from Brooklyn she's from not Brooklyn sorry queens and she's sort of um not like she's not from what's the country's name again zamunda 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 and like she's like a foreigner Total and Wakanda. she's Yeah. And she's like, not really, she wasn't really like used to all the customs kind of like how, um, how like his son came to um, country and he was like, I have no idea what's going on. And he had to learn everything as well. But like, there isn't really that mm, there wasn't really many scenes with her other than saying like, hey, she's not from around here either. And that was about the extent of her
1: character. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to just like throw <laughs> it to you like, you know, like a, like a, like I mean, I it's tools for making my point. I'm just illustrating that. Exactly. It, yeah. It's uh, that they really did nothing or next to nothing with this character. Amanda, I think you're absolutely right. I think there was a, a, a longer script, possibly a better script, that had more Lisa um, presence and had more Lisa and um, uh, uh, Mary. Uh, Lisa and Mary. Um, dynamic because they're both women from Queens and, right. you know, when I mean, I feel like they kind mouth, of made Lisa a, I, was, like, like, to come out, I like, feel like hey, they kind of they house.
3: kind of made her a trophy wife in this, like, he yes. went and claimed this prize, <laughs> yes. but then through these 30 years, she then literally just became a trophy, like she no longer, like, I thought she was gonna go in the ending of that and, like, help him reshape Zamunda, I thought Zamunda was gonna end up being, like, Wakanda, and that's not what happened, and it's like what oh they silenced you he got this strong woman from queens and he silenced her Mm. the thing he loved about her he like snuffed out like ironically
1: you just illustrated the deeper message that i was saying people can't get from this movie yeah but okay okay (laughs) ultimately this this felt like um this felt like an excuse to throw in old characters get eddie murphy and arsenio holland in a bunch of makeup and do like those old impressions that people remember (laughs) remember that and then I felt like they cheaped out on the comedy. I felt like the story went, you know, was convenient and kind of went nowhere. It was a real a hack excuse to get a bunch of cameos in. I like the cameos, but I'm aware of why they were there, how they were there, what they were doing. And ultimately, I felt let down by this. I was, I was, I felt betrayed by this. Y'all, y'all betrayed. So I got to give it a thumbs down. I'm sorry, man. It, it generally feels bad to do that, too. A thumbs down. Okay. And this isn't part of my review, but I got to, Yo, know, Wesley Snipes, thumbs up. That's not how we do things. (laughs) It's a thumbs... The movie overall is a thumbs down. Um, It hurts to do it, but, you know, it is what it is. Shame.
2: Uh, See, here's... Okay. This is about to get the softest thumbs up ever. Because at the end of the
1: day... A super flaccid thumbs up.
2: I am pushing rope on this one, but here we go. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Like, ultimately, it's more or less a fine movie my my sister saw it before me and when she saw it she said something to me and I think she was right she was like it's cute and I'm like yeah that's mostly what I can say about it it's cute um am I gonna watch this a whole bunch of times probably not will I watch individual scenes again later yes because there were a lot of individual moments in this movie that were funny but also I know like Pat said the Jokes are some of those jokes are reliant on the fact that I know who these characters are already. I am well versed in the original movie; I've seen it multiple times. <laughs> like they're definitely good moments. This is the whole thing, good no. But before I watched it, I was like, I just need him to do one thing in this movie, and if it doesn't end this way, I will not be satisfied in any way. And it ended the way I wanted it to, so I let it go. <laughs> but ultimately. I love like the funeral scene, the get-on scene. Like, is, is 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 Zamunda built on a whole bunch of ridiculousness and stereotypes? Hell yeah! But as long as you know that, I think it's more or less palatable.
1: All right, fair, yeah. fair, judicious. All right, Amanda.
3: So I, I'm 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 gonna give this a thumbs down. It's it's not as rigid of a thumbs down. Like it it could shift. It's not moving right now, but it could shift in the future. Only because it has potential, very, right? There are there are elements of it that I really liked. Like if this story had been more about Prince Akeem becoming king and then fighting against tradition, you know, if that had been more of the focal instead of the oh I need I need a, I need a man. It's like no no you you don't you did not need him and in fact you proved in the last third you didn't need the son once you realized what you were gonna do after talking to your hot wife like one time like just give Lisa more screen time she would have set this movie straight and we would have had a better movie so it's it's a thumbs down but there was some promise they should have reworked it a little bit more I think it wasn't ready to come out the oven All right
1: yeah though. Man, man I thought you were gonna go with Abby okay uh we, shoot, we got man, the time, bro you know, later. I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you the same thing I told everyone else man for the culture I'm gonna give it a thumbs up that's it okay that's 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 fair like kind of I guess Abby
0: um I'm probably gonna agree with uh, Amanda on this with the thumbs down because like I I there were scenes that were funny and I do like I did enjoy those things but like a lot of it was like just like wasn't that good. Like the whole story of like, I need a man. Like it's just like, no. <laughs> That's about it. like it's just like there is a lot of potential in this film. I just didn't see it. it. like it sort of fell like on its face at like a lot of the points, and it's just not that. it just and also, I think it's easier for me to say that because I don't have the nostalgia of like watching it. However many years ago it came out. Um, so I can sort of say with more certainty that like it just didn't really speak to me. So
1: All right. Not fair, very just, but it's coming to America. It's a sequel to a longstanding uh, uh black film staple that I think um if you know, you may or may not want to see this one, but I'm I'm saying it's out of mobile curiosity. And with that, uh we are out of time, you know. I want to thank y'all for joining us from the Action Pack fun-filled episode discussion heavy episode. I want to thank Manda Panda. You're welcome. I want to thank the Fecutioner. What is this uh, what is nostalgia but preserving joyous memory you deem perfect? And what is the law? I know you heard this before. We'll find contraband in your car or breaking the jaw. What is the law? No, okay, see that's how it feels when you do that. Hey man, I'm just trying to drop some knowledge. Uh-huh. Shame. Alright. I want to remind y'all, if you're anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at deep Down Radio. At gmail.com. Also, dude, if you're so inclined, go to the website and see all our goodness and all our shows and good views and all that stuff. Go to geek down.com and you can find all the shenanigans, the history, date back, and you know, get a taste for yourself. Also, if you're there, visit the rest of the shows on Network. Go to villains.wtf and see all the goodness that we have at Google. Also, it's not just us, but you can catch Amanda
3: Panda. You, you can catch me over at blackandpatch.com or also on Twitch where I stream video games and talk about cool stuff sometimes.
1: Stuff mm-hmm. good people. And you can catch us right here at Steam Bad Time, the Steam Bad Channel. Until next time, listen to each other.